listening to Life of Revival Radio with Pastor Zachary Weber. Father, bless the reading of your word. Thank you, Father, that it is, it is a seed planted in our heart that produces fruit in our life, as you said, 30, 60, and even 100-fold. Lord, I pray as your word goes forth t- today that you would put it in their heart, that it would not return void, but it would accomplish what you sent it forth to do. Thank you that you send your word forth and you heal. Thank you that your word is like a hammer that breaks the rock into the pieces. Lord, as the prophet of old said, your word is like a fire shut up in our bones. Lord, we thank you that your word is a lamp to our feet. It's a light into our path. I pray that you would anoint every ear to hear. Let every heart be receptive to receive that which the Spirit of God has for them today. And we thank you, Lord. I ask you, Lord, for utterance in the Holy Ghost that I would speak your word. Not my word, not my opinion of your word, but your word spoke into the very hearts of your people this morning. And we pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said... And amen. I want to talk to you this morning about God's health care (laughs) plan. Amen. I mean, if you've been watching the debates, you get to see everyone's plan. Amen. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this just for fun. Uh, Someone says, wow, you do weird things for fun. But I do. And uh, I've just been going through and watching debates from like the past 10, uh, really 20 years. Uh, and, And I noticed a trend. It's like... It's been 20, 30 years, and it's still the same problem. Social security, health care. I mean, it's, it's like still the same stuff and the same accusations. And there's nothing new under the sun. Don't, don't let this stuff get you worked up. Don't let it steal your joy because uh, it's nothing new. The devil has nothing new. Amen? And uh, it's always the media stirring you up. Can you believe they said this? Can you believe they did this? And uh, at this point, yes. You know, I'm, <laughs> there's nothing that I'm surprised by anymore. But I want to talk to you about God's health care plan. I'm so glad that I am not bound to this world system. Who's thankful for that? Who's thankful that this world is not your home? Amen. That I'm not bound by what's going in Washington, D.C., but it's, it's true, amen. We're in this world, but we're not of this world, amen. I'm not bound by this world's economy. I'm hooked up with heaven's economy. God, so I says, you're still talking about it? I'm sorry, amen. But God said, the gold is mine, the silver is mine. So whatever's going on in this economy makes no difference to me. God's gonna take care of me. God's gonna make a way where there is no way. He can furnish a table in the wilderness. Can you say amen? Well, it's the same with our health. Amen. You know, God has a health care plan. Amen. I don't know about you. I'm going to sign up for Jesus care. Amen. (laughs) There is a plan available for you that you can walk in divine health. Who knows that? Amen. We're going to talk about it this morning because I want you to know how to believe God for supernatural health. I want you to know how to believe God. Amen. Hello, and I'll just I'll just go ahead and ask who here under the sound of my voice and days gone by the Lord's healed you of something. Go ahead and wait. wow, look at that hands going up all across this place. So you've experienced the power of God, the healing power of God. Who, who, I mean, come on, who has such a testimony that no one could ever convince you out that that was God? Who, look at that, look at that. I mean, hands going up, and uh, I'm I, without going into my testimony, you know, uh, I was healed of cancer at the age of. Uh, how old was I, 15? 
Uh, I was healed of stage two cancer. So I knew then at a very young age, I knew when I was three years old that God called me into the ministry. Eight years old, I wanted to be a preacher. 15 years old, I was diagnosed with stage two cancer, had, uh, tumors in my neck and in my chest. It was a cancer in my lymphomic system or whatever. And, uh, and the Lord healed me. Amen. And uh, so I knew then the Lord healed. And then I knew at a young age, if the Lord would heal me, he'll heal anybody because I was nothing special. I was just a teenage boy. Amen. It's just me. And the Lord healed me. So if you, and, and then I knew the scripture. God is no respecter of persons. Now listen to me. God's not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of your faith. Because the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and what? He is a rewarder. Of those who what? Seek him. Diligently seek him. Are you seeking him for healing? Are you seeking him for divine health? Amen. He will reward your faith. Don't give up on the brink of a miracle. And to this morning, I'm just going to give you a faith injection. Amen. I'm just here to give you what the word of God says. Hello. Glory to God. Amen. So let's get into this. God's health care plan. Now look at this in Luke 4 and in verse, verse 40. It says, now at the setting of the sun, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to Jesus and laid, and he laid his hands upon every one of them and healed them or cured them. Amen. So look at this in Luke 40. I'm sorry, Luke 4 and verse 40. Amen. Luke 40, I'm making up chapters. Amen. In Luke 4 and verse 40. They brought how many to Jesus? All those who were sick of various diseases. And Jesus healed how many? He healed all. He healed all who came to him. What did Jesus do? He took his hand and he laid his hand upon them and he healed them. He healed them. How many? Every one of them Jesus healed. Amen, all. Now, I looked up that word all in the original Greek, and it means all. Now, I'll go ahead and go a step further and take another scripture. In Hebrews 13 and verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ, the same, yesterday, today, and forever. So the Jesus of Luke 4 and verse 40, who healed all who came to him, is that the same Jesus today in the year 2020, yes or no? Did he change somewhere between that time and 2020? Did he change somewhere? Did God just decide somewhere between Luke 4 and verse 40 and today that he would, he just, you said, you know what? I think from now on I'm actually going to start using sickness and disease because my people, they just need to learn some valuable life lessons. So I'm just going to strike them all with, you know, whatever. No. The Bible actually says in, in Acts 10.38 that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost in power, dunamis, who went about doing good, healing those oppressed of the devil. The Bible says that those who were sick were oppressed by the devil. They weren't oppressed by God. God's not putting, God doesn't have any sickness or disease to give anybody. I feel like God just gave me this cancer because he's just, he knows I can handle it and he's just trying to teach me something through all of this. Well, will you learn when you're put in a hard life situation? You better, 
But that's not the way God wants to train you or instruct you. That's so dumb. That's like you wanting to teach your little toddler to not play in the road. And then so what you do is you take them outside in the front lawn and there's cars whizzing by and you say, you know what, I need to teach my kid because I know I know them, they'll just run out in the road and get hit. So I'm gonna teach them not to play in the road. So you, you go and you, you roll the ball to your kid and the kid rolls it back and you look back, you see a car coming and you say, you know what, I gotta teach them that they shouldn't play in the road. They're just gonna have to learn the hard way. And you just roll the ball out into the, <laughs> into the road and your kid runs out and a car comes and just boom, hits them. And then you go to them and you say, now you know you shouldn't play in the road. <laughs> Your kid's just like, my God. You know, people think God is like that. And he just puts sickness and disease on people because he's trying to teach you a valuable life lesson. It doesn't work that way. God uses his word. The Bible says we've been given a book of instruction that teaches us. Look at this big book. You think God needs to use anything else? Hello. So use the, it's the word of God that teaches us. It's the word of God that instructs us. Amen. So Jesus healed all who came to him. Now, I'll go through a couple other scriptures just to kind of uh, keep putting in, you know, hallelujah. Just to drive this, this point across. Now, look at this. In Hosea 4 and verse 6, I'll just read these. It says, God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Amen. If you don't know it's God's will for you to be healed and you're running around and you're sick and you, and you have an issue, you know, what hope is there for you if you don't know God wants to heal you? Hello. Some people, it's not their fault. They go to church. Their pastor never tells them God's will for you is to be whole and healed and delivered. Are you with me? My people are destroyed for what? Lack of knowledge. You know, one thing, how I've seen the enemy work in people with sickness and disease is he will go and he'll put something on someone and then he will convince them it's God's will for them to have it. We call that the two-pronged attack of the enemy. So the devil will do it and then he'll tell you God wants you to have that. So now what hope is there for you in prayer? What hope is there for you? Because you cannot, be, you cannot receive a healing unless you have faith to be healed. And I can show that in Scripture. That In the book of Acts, Paul saw a man who was crippled. And when he saw that that man had the faith to be healed, he said, rise up and walk. What did he see? He saw that man had the faith to be healed. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So if the devil has convinced you that it's God's will for you to be sick, you're going to have a lot of sickness. Are you with me? Does this make sense to anybody? Amen. Is this helping anyone? Glory to God. So my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. A lot of people are, are, are sick and diseased, and it's because of a lack of knowledge. Now, that's not to say you're a bad person or, or there's something wrong with you if you have a sickness or you have a disease or you have uh, whatever. I mean, seriously? Uh, we're in a fallen world, guys, and the devil is out to kill, to steal, and destroy. It's a war. People get shot, hello, but thank God we know a healer, and his name is Jesus. He's the great physician, and he's Jehovah Rapha, and we can go to him, and we can receive what we need from him. Who's so thankful that we serve a God who's mighty to save, mighty to deliver, mighty to heal. Let the blind say, I can see. The lame will leap like a deer. That's what the Bible says. Amen. He's arisen, the Bible says, with healing in his wings. 
When God arises in a place, there's always healing in his wings. Malachi. Amen. Are you with me? So, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Uh, John 8 and verse 32, Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you want to be free of sickness, you want to be free of disease, you need to listen to what I'm telling you this morning. This morning, I'm, I'm just here to tell you the scripture and what the word of God says. Jesus said, The truth will make you free. And how many of you guys know when the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. Hallelujah. So it's the truth of the word of God. Get the word of God deep down on the inside of you. Know what the Bible says about these things. And then you'll have a foundation to stand on. And when the devil comes and he puts symptoms on your body, you can rise up. You can stand firm on the word of God and say, absolutely not, you lying devil, you thief. You will not steal my health in Jesus' name. And you can stand upon the word and whatever storm comes against your life, you'll remain on the other side Standing, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. But, but come on, are you with me? Amen. It's the truth. It's the word of God. That It's not an opinion from some preacher. My goodness. As we say, some opinions, you know, they're, they're really, they're like armpits. Everyone has them. Some of them stink. Hello. Glory to God. But, but you know, I'm not interested in the opinion or, uh, of some preacher out there. I'm just interested. What does the Bible say? And I'll tell you right now. The Bible says, 1 Peter, I, I opened right up to it. 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes you were healed. Jesus took stripes on his back before he went to the cross. Why? It was for our healing. It was so that we could be free from sickness, disease, and pain. We could be free. Jesus took those. He took those things from us. Amen. That, that stripe, that was the cancer that was on my body. Jesus took a stripe. Amen. I want to tell you those stripes are not in vain. Amen. So I'm not saying you're going to go and you're never going to get attacked or you're not going to have a battle. You're going to, you're going to probably have those. But you know what? Before the battle even starts, before you even get to the battlefield, the victory's already been won. It's already been decided in heaven in your favor. God's already decided you will be healed. If this was an election, because it's an election year, if this was an election, God voted for your healing. The devil voted for your disease. Now you get to vote. What will you vote? You get to vote. Your vote will either be in faith and say, you know what? I'm going to align with God's word. By his stripes, I am healed, and I'm going to receive it, and I'm going to walk it, talk it, eat it, breathe it, pray it, sleep it. I'm just going to take it. Or your vote can be, you know what? It's just kind of hard, and you know, I mean... Uh, you know, I, I had someone, we, were, we see people healed here and God's so good to us. And we, we, you know, he's the healer. Hello, not me. He's the healer. Amen. But we were seeing all these people healed and he said, don't pray for me, pastor. He said, I don't want to be healed. I said, what are you crazy? I said, what do you mean you don't want to be healed? He said, well, I'll lose my disability check. I thought, well, you, you know, <laughs> what? But it's serious. And, you know, that's why we have to talk every Sunday that God's going to provide for you. He's going to take care of you. You know, how about this? God can also heal you. He can also take care of you financially. How about that? How about just have the full package? Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Just take the full package. Amen. Amen. Just take the full plan. Amen. <laughs> the same God who heals you is the same God who will take care of you. You know, there are some, they want attention off their pain or whatever, and they, they use it as a way to get attention, use it as a way to get money. Now, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want anything the devil has for my life. God has better. Can you say amen? amen. 
Hallelujah. So God's a healer. He's a healing God. So, so he said, you'll know the truth. The truth will make you free. John 16 and verse 13. Jesus said, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth. So the very fact that you're listening to me this morning, you think it's by accident or by mistake? The Holy Spirit has led you here, whether you're listening on the radio, whether you're listening on the podcast, or you're just here this morning. The Holy Spirit led you here. Why? So that you could hear these truths. The Holy Spirit leads you into all truth. Who's a son of God or a daughter of God? Amen. Okay. So those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Who believes you were led here this morning then? Amen. You think the, the Holy Spirit's going to lead you to where there's misinformation or lies? Amen. Are you with me? So, so the Holy Spirit's led you here. Why? Because he's trying to speak to you. He's trying to tell you today that you can be healed. You can be whole. You can be set free and delivered. Amen. Amen. Who's going to vote on God's side? Amen. Amen. Who's going to cast the, who's going to break the tie? Amen. God has a vote. That I like to just picture it that way. Devil has a vote. You, you break the tie. Amen. I'm going to side with God's word. Amen. That's been tried and proven. Yes. You're going to overcome. You're going to win. You're going to get the victory. You will have a testimony. You will have a testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. Of the healing power of God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the spirit will lead you in all truth. Amen. Now look at this. James 5 and verse 14. It says, in the prayer of faith will save the sick. In the Lord. The Lord. Who's the Lord? Jesus. Jesus. Amen. So the prayer of faith will save the sick in the Lord. Jesus shall raise him up. If he's committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. Amen. So, so the same Jesus in Luke 4 and verse 40 who healed every one of them, who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible says in James 5 and verse 14 that the prayer of faith will save the sick. Jesus will come and raise him up. <laughs> Jesus will raise the sick up. Amen. He's just waiting for some people who will believe him, who will call upon him, and he'll, he'll answer. He will not delay. The prayer of faith will save the sick. Amen. Now, did you, did you notice faith? It didn't say prayer will save the sick. Because I, I got to hit this. James 5 and verse 14, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now, the church, you know, in many places have grabbed a hold of that. And they said, how many of you guys know that prayer will save the sick? Amen. Well, it didn't say prayer will save the sick. It didn't say any old prayer will save the sick. So people have grabbed a hold of that. And they just try to get as many people praying for them as they can. They get on every prayer. Bless their hearts. They're hurting people and they're desperate. So they just think, if I can get enough people praying for me, then God will really move. No, it says the prayer offered in Faith. Everyone say faith. faith. So it didn't just say any prayer. It says the prayer offered in faith will save the sick. So only one kind of prayer. People have a lot of different ideas of prayer. Someone says, I thought prayer was prayer. No, there are different kinds of prayers. There's different rules to different prayers. I thought sports was sports. No, there's NFL, NHL. There's all the different sports, different rules. Hello? Well, there's something called the prayer of faith where Jesus said, you'll say to the mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And if you believe in your heart and you don't doubt the things that you say, you'll have whatever things you say. And then he said in the next verse, so whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you've received them and you shall have them. That's the prayer of faith. You shall have them. 
You shall have them. You shall see the manifestation of your healing in Jesus' name as you take it by faith. Amen. That mountain of sickness and disease shall be removed in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the prayer, now does that make sense? That it's the prayer that's offered in faith? The prayer of faith will save the sick. You know, when I had cancer, you had a lot of people praying. And I'm thankful and I'm appreciative of the people, their thoughts, their prayer, whatever. But, you know, some of them, and I knew even then at 15, I didn't know anything. But I knew one thing. I would get irritated when people would come and lay their hand on me and pray, Oh, Lord. Now, I'm 15. I'm in, I'm in bed in a hospital, needles in me. I have scars all over from these needles that they would put in me. I mean, seriously. And uh, they, they would lay their hands on me and they'd say, Oh, Lord. If it be your will, just heal this boy. I'm 15. I have cancer. And so I'm laying there thinking, seriously? I, I, I would get so irritated. I would say, seriously? You, you want to come into this hospital room where I'm hurting and I have tumors in my body and you want to tell me? You want to even suggest that this came from God? Excuse me. I mean, I was too shy then to say that. But that's what I was feeling. And so I would, I would get so angry. And, and not that I know their heart was good, but I would get so offended that they would even suggest that this came from God. I knew John 10 and verse 10, the devil comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. But Jesus said, I've come to give you life. No, the Bible says this. Listen to me. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights in whom there's no shadow of turning. Is sickness and disease a good thing? No. So it didn't come from God. In fact, the Bible says in Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good, healing those oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Healing's a good thing. Everyone say this. Say healing, healing. is a good thing. How God anointed Jesus who went about doing good, healing those oppressed of the devil. God was with him. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights in whom there's no shadow of turning. God doesn't have any sickness. He doesn't have any disease to give you. Oh, Lord, if it be thy will, heal Zach. It is his will. It is his will for you to be healed. Are you with me? Amen. And, and what do you mean? Are you Look, if it is God's will... For people to be sick and diseased, I'll just say this. I, oh, and I, I think I told this to someone. They said, well, I just think it's God's will for me to have this disease right now, this sickness in my body. And I said, you th it's his will. They said, yeah. I, they said, I, I, don't think, I don't believe I'll be healed because God wants me to have this. I said, well, are you taking medicine to get better? They said, yeah. I said, you are? Why are you taking something to get better if it's God's will for you to be sick? You shouldn't be, take, you shouldn't be going against the, the, the will of God by taking medicine. Right. <laughs> you know, then they get mad at you. Then they get mad at you. But to me, that makes sense. If it's God's will for you to be sick, why are you taking medicine? If sickness and disease is a blessing, we should have whole prayer meetings and pray for more sickness and disease so that we all get sick. So that we can all be blessed. If, if sickness and disease is the will of God, you're really going to get sick in heaven where the will of God happens with no hindrance. You're going to be really sick. No, come on. Do you see how that thinking is wrong? David said, he's forgiven all my sin and he heals all my diseases. David said that. 
all the diseases that, that ever attached itself to David, David knew that God healed them out, healed him out of every single one of them. Now that was the old covenant. That was before Jesus. That was the old covenant. That was under the law of Moses. Amen. So, so there was healing there in the old covenant. In Exodus 15 and verse 26, God reveals one of his covenant names. He says, I am the Lord who heals. If you look that up in the original language, God's actually calling himself. He gave himself a name. In the original language, he's saying, I am. Who knows he's the great I am. He's saying, I am. And then he says, Jehovah Rapha. It's his name. Jehovah Rapha means the Lord, your physician, the Lord who heals you. God named himself. I am the God who heals you. That's your God. That is the God that you serve. We would love for you to join us at the River Church this morning at 10 a.m. For additional information about our church, you can go on our website at www.therivercoshocton.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash The River Coshocton. Hey, this is Pastor Zachary Weber. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast this morning. I pray it blessed you in some way. Just before we go off the air, I have a very important question to ask you. If you were to die this very second, Do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? You know, the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says that the wages of those sins is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you're a whosoever. So I want to pray this quick prayer over you. Father, bless every person listening with a long and a healthy life. Jesus, make yourself real to them and do a work in their heart. And if they have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, I pray that they would do so right now. Friend, as you're listening, if you want to make a decision for Jesus Christ today and receive the gift that God has for you, the free gift of salvation, I want you to pray this quick prayer with me, with your heart and your lips out loud. Just say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me and set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe you've risen from the dead and you're coming back again for me. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Come into my heart right now. Now just declare this, say, I am saved, I'm forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Now, Father, I pray over every single person who prayed that prayer. Seal them now by your blood and by your spirit that on that day let not one person be missing. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Now, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I want you to get a hold of us and let us know. You can go to therivercashocton.com under the contact section. You can let us know that you prayed that prayer. It's so important that you tell people that you made a decision for Jesus today. It's also important to get involved in a local church. You can join us this morning at the River Church. Our service begins at 10 a.m. We're located at 51 Pine Street right here in Coshocton, Ohio. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week, 8.30 a.m., right here on Life of Revival. God bless you.